Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. We are back for Episode 4, and a new story arc is just beginning. We're excited to see what you think of the Temple of Salius story arc. If you haven't been to our website at adventureinc.podbean.com, I highly recommend you check it out. On there you'll find our world guide, character and player bios, and Genevera's journal. The journal will release each time we finish a story arc and feature a recap of the story arc from the perspective of our resident dragonborn sorcerer. There are some neat insights into all the characters in there, so I urge you to give it a read, even if you don't feel like you need the recap. We could still use everyone's support on iTunes. If you listen to on iTunes, give us a rate review to help push our visibility higher up the charts when people try to find us. Get us with any feedback on Twitter, at AdventureInkPod, or on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast. Finally, this arc ran into a little recording snafu. Sadly, we had to use our lower quality backups. We've done what we can to bring them up to snuff, but you might notice a little degradation of quality. We hope you stick through the arc, because we think there are a lot of important story aspects that get covered, and we know the next arc will sound the best we've ever sounded. Thank you for your understanding. Let's get to the show. Previously on Adventure Incorporated. Once you agrees, and he pulls out his crowbar and tosses it into sprockets that oh. are just kind of rolling around over there. Parts of it start uh. running faster, parts of it stop. No. It looks like it caused uh. a real mess. Uh. Yeah, uh. once you leave uh. the room. Before I unlock all these people, um, I tell them all that they have to carry something out so that they can get all their stuff back. Gorm is a problem. She's sure. a problem for everyone. So is, and so most is importantly, poverty. Yes, but most importantly, Gorm is a problem for me. I know a technique that I have used only once. I can infuse a magic item with two purposes. You have done your end of the bargain. Welcome to the fold. Uh, she hands each of you a small sack, uh, and it has 300 gold pieces in it each. Oh. <laughs> Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventures facing grave dangers. Keth. The half-orc fighter. Listen, we're, we're, we're crossing this. We're crossing this bridge, and you can try and stop us, but that's not going to be a great idea. Genevera, the dragonborn sorcerer. So I'm so sorry to cut in, uh, sir, Horton, Mister, Mister Horton, but we're just, we're so sorry. We didn't mean to cause a, a, a scene. Geppetto, the gnome rogue. Uh, we were we were sent here. We we got a job to do, and I like rifle through my pack to like pull out my like our contract. And it's not there because no one would trust you to hold on to something important. <laughs> Keth, why don't you pull I, out I, the contract? I... Gillick, the dwarf paladin. No representation of the divine court. Uh-oh. Nope. I'm very upset about this. Leave it, big, leave it to an elf to not see a dwarf. Asher, the half-elf druid. But I think if we at least have like one per, if we kind of blend in and have one person do 
like some investigation and we just are there in case anything goes south, that's probably our best bet. Instead of just like kind of moving as a unit. Isn't that the definition of a up. scout, Asher? Yeah. What? Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated! Let's get started. After last adventure, you guys uh, acquired 300 experience points, which is enough to level you to level two. So we're going to go through a quick process with everybody to make sure we've got all the right numbers and everything up and running for uh, you to be the right level. And then we'll get started. Sweet. So let's start with uh, Gibetto. Yes. Have you leveled to level two yet? Yes, I did. Um, oh, god damn it. But I did the, rather than rolling the d6 to find my hit points, I took the high average because I'm a Wuss. Right. Um, so now my hit points are at 14 instead of the nine they were before. All right. Well, that'll be, that'll be good. I'll make, that'll make your AC higher too when I look at the wrong thing. That's right. Well, now my AC and my hit points are the same, so... Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. And none of your other, like, perception or your base skills changed, right? Correct. Uh, what, did, pick, what did you pick up? Yeah, I picked up cunning action. Um, so as a bonus action, every round I can dash, disengage, or hide as a free action. Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, guys, I hide. Okay, thank you. Fine. Uh, also, wizard hat and hide. Right. right. Wizard hat hide. Great. Uh, Gillick. Yes. Have you leveled to level two? No, yet? no, I haven't done anything. All right, let's go ahead and do that now. Okay. So you have two choices with your HP. Okay. You can either take the high average, or you can roll your hit die and just get what you get. All right. What's my hit die? I believe your hit die is a D10. Yes. Okay, cool. And I get D10 constitution modifier. Yay, here we go. Seven. Oh. Cool. Oh, yeah. See, that worked out. That did work out. Great job. Thanks. Uh, was that was that plus your modifier already? No, that was, you... that was the roll. So plus the modifier is plus two. So it puts you at 21 HP? Yep. Oh, whoops. I forgot to add my constitution modifier. I should have a 15 max. Mm-hmm. Sure That's a likely story. No, I did. High <laughs> average of eight is five. Five and nine is fourteen. <laughs> Plus one for my mod. Math. <laughs> okay. Great. So let's see. What else do you get? Uh, you get a channel divinity. Right. And you pick a divine domain feature. So why don't you take a look at which way you want to go with those, and I will we'll roll hit points for the next person, and we'll get back to you. Cool. Oh, uh, and I lied to you, so let's actually take a step back. It's <laughs> okay. not a D10, it's a D8. It's always lying. I'm just, just a lying <laughs> kind of guy. Paladin, Oh, fuck, you're a paladin. Disregard. Yeah. Now no, I was... <laughs> yep. Hold... What an asshole. Uh, the nice thing is we can edit this out in post. Nah, I'm lying. <laughs> and then you'll just seem so smart. This is a bonus <laughs> Uh Yeah, so you're still at 21. Instead, you get a fighting style. Yes. You get spell casting. Yes. 
and you get divine smite. Yes, I got I got nervous for a second when you started saying things, and I was like, that's not the table I'm looking at. Yeah, that was the cleric table. Okay. Divine smite <laughs> sounds amazing. Let's find pretty, out what it does. It's divine. actually divine's might. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, is it? No, it's no. divine's might. <laughs> When you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack, you can expend one spell slot to deal radiant damage to the target in addition to the weapon's damage. The extra damage is 2d8 for a first level spell slot, and plus 1d8 for each spell level higher than the first to a maximum of 5d8. That's pretty sweet. That's awesome. The damage increases by 1d8 if the target is an undead or a fiend. Baller. Yeah, that's pretty pretty badass. You're like, "Ah, I don't have any good spells to cast. (laughs) Yeah, all you have to do is hit them. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> so, so you'll get the fighting style. Um, you can pick one of those, and which, uh, Kath, we need to talk about that. I don't think you used any of your fighting styles last time. Um, quite possibly not. So, fighting style would be like second wind, right? No, oh. like defense or dueling or great weapon fighting. You have a whole list of them. Hmm. Those are you got them at first level. We'll we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, keep, we'll peek at that in a minute. So, uh, Josh, do you have to pick spells? Yeah, um, I think I only get one, two. What's I think you 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 pick a fighting style. Yep. That's for sure. That's, I got that, and then my second one. And then you get two spell slots. It looks like. Uh, yeah. When you do so, choose a number of paladin spells equal to your charisma modifier plus half your paladin level, rounded down. Really? Oh, wow. So what's your charisma modifier? Uh, plus four. Whoa. Okay, so you'll get to prepare five spells, but you'll only have two Wait, slots to cast them. How did I get plus four? That seems ridiculous for... My... I mean, charisma is your most important stat, so that's not that surprising. Yeah, but, I have a 14, but I have a 14 charisma. I got plus two from something else. What's your race? No, that's your charisma save that you're looking at. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're... Charisma modifier is plus two. Okay, cool. That oh that God. feels better. Yeah, you got that two from your proficiency that's bonus. That's what it was. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so, so you'll get three... You get to prepare three spells, but you'll only be able to cast two. Okay. But you can basically whatever one fits best, and then also divine smite. So you more or less have four spells. Yeah. Okay. Um. So let's. Find You're all right. Uh, special run in by my lovely wife. Hello. Hooray! Hey. Hey. Everyone's cheering. Ooh. I'm not. Oh. <laughs> oh. I claim food. That was. <laughs> that was me. She got sad. There you go. Just kidding. Just kidding. No Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> Genevera, let's roll your hit points. Oh boy. Which one is that? Let's look. I think it's not going to be very impressive. <laughs> four. <laughs> oh. Is it a four? I don't know. What am I? What am I? You see where it says hit dice on your character sheet? What's written there? Nothing. Six. It's a d6. Oh. So on the hit dice, write d6. Oh, okay. Great. So now you have a choice. You can roll a 1d6 and add your your constitution modifier, or you can just automatically get a... Is it a 4, Mike? Uh, 6, yeah. High average yeah. of 6 would be 4. Or you can just automatically get a 4 and add your constitution modifier. Um, yeah, let's do that. I don't trust my luck. <laughs> What's your constitution modifier? 2, plus 2. 
Or, and uh, because you're a dragon sorcerer, I believe you get an additional hit point. Let me double check that. So is this how much? <laughs> is this how much damage I get, or how much I can this, give? These are how much you can take. Oh, how much? Oh, right. Okay. Yes. So uh, you got your four plus your two from your constitution plus one from your dragon. So seven. Uh, added to your nine puts you at sixteen. Cool. I'm glad the wizard has higher hit points than me. Or a sorcerer or whatever. Wait, you said 16? Yes. Okay, so I just erased the 9 and put a 16. Correct. Great, okay. I know, I know I'm not in the game yet, but Mike, I also have higher hit points than you. Well, sure, but you're a druid, right? That yeah, that's a spellcaster. Yeah, well, that, well when it, no, that's true. <laughs> right. Okay, details, all right, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> so now the one I was left with from last time when I was mostly dead, um, does that go away? Oh. Yeah, you're all healed. Oh, yeah. You'll have rested uh, long enough to be fully healed. Perfect. I love it. Uh, okay, so you will also get Font of Magic. Yep. Which is... I already have that. Uh, Comic Sans. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Papyrus. Yeah, no. If we're talking about magic, it's got to be Papyrus, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Or whatever uh, the shit Anthony used on oh, this... Uh, oh, I hate it. I changed guy. it. Yay! I changed it. I almost copy and pasted it into my own document and changed it, <laughs> but I was too lazy to do that. Well, I changed it. It's fine. Um, so if, if you already have Font of Magic, that's fine. Okay. I don't actually think you can do anything with it yet. Windings. You might be able to do uh, read read the Font of Magic section because I think what it basically will allow you to do is create some extra spell slots. Um, oh, that's sick. Which will later you'll be able to use it for meta magic stuff, but that doesn't happen till next level, mm-hmm. um, which will let you like make spells better. But for now, I think you can convert your points into extra spell slots to cast more spells. You also go up to three spells known, okay, and you get three first level spell slots. So now instead of being able to cast two first level spells, you can cast an extra one. Okay, so add a spell. Yep, you're going to have to go find another yep. spell, and you'll get an extra spell slot. Great. Keth, uh, do you want to roll your hit points, or do you want to take the high average of your uh, die? I like rolling. Yeah, I'll roll. So my hit die is... I think it's a... So one D- D10. D10. Yeah. Yep. Hooray. Hooray. There's an 11 on this one. That's not it. It's the one with ten sides. <laughs> well, now i got to count the sides. <laughs> this only goes zero to nine. Don't use that one. That's a nine-sided. No, zero nine is that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got a one. Great. What's your constitution modifier? Thanks for being honest. Yeah, well... You you heard my dice. You could have been like, no, that sounded like a one. Always <laughs> <laughs> uh, Constitution I, uh, plus one. Okay, mm-hmm. so you'll get two hit points this time. All right. Not great, <laughs> but you're pretty much impossible to hit anyway, so it doesn't matter. I could have I could have got a zero. So I mean, I didn't get as bad. 
You could not. That's a tag. <laughs> I didn't get as bad as I could have. No, and he's right. on the Just edge. Is that a yeah. zero? <laughs> um, so just so that we're clear, now the fighter has the least hit points in the game. That's right. embarrassing. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> give him the average. Just <laughs> no. Yeah, <clears throat> so, Mike, you now you pick up an action surge, okay. which means one time during the campaign, or not during the campaign, but during the, the session, every long rest it resets, but we pretty much don't long rest in the middle of a session. Uh, once per session, you can use your action surge to take another action. Like, basically, you take an extra turn. Okay. Whenever you want. Like ah, I kill, I, I fight that guy. Okay, you you hurt him. He looks real hurt. Like, hurt him again. All right, fuck, let's do it again. <laughs> I think I might take my action to back off and uh, give him some rest. <laughs> uh, also, <laughs> really, head nicely. What fighting style did you pick? When you say fighting <sighs> style, monkey. <laughs> do you have is a there, player's handbook of some kind in front is of you? Is there a good option that I could take? Um, there's there's yes. a lot of options. No, like it's literally. I, I have the good fighting style. <laughs> page seventy-two. Ooh, it's recording the sound of me turning the pages. I like it. Seventy-two. Wait, did you print the PDF of the player's guide? Yeah, and then I uh, I bound it and uh, <laughs> I, drew, I drew I drew pictures in it too. Ah, <laughs> very wise, wise man. I'm sorry, you said seventy-two. Correct. Got it. Uh, second wind, action surge. So above that, the fighting style, you'll have to pick one of those. They each have a different effect. So you were playing a really powerful fighter last time, let me tell you, with none of your skills. Um, Shaolin. I, uh, what about uh, like two-weapon fighting? Oh, hey, look at that. You'll get your ability modifier. There you go. All in. On the damage. Perfect. That's pretty good. It's better. It's okay. better than a zero. Right. Well, actually, you probably would have killed more monsters last time if you'd had that. Um, yeah, but he doesn't want to. Oh, right. <laughs> he's con- he's conflicted. <laughs> All right, Asher. Yes. What is your HP? Uh, I said seventeen because I did it on like a like online thing, but we can re-roll my max because my team. Well, you my. You don't re-roll. Uh, the first level, you automatically get your max. Yeah, yeah, but second... I meant for level two. Oh, I, I also put my hit dice as a, D8, a D6, but it's actually a D8, I think. The Looking at this, yeah, it is. One D8 per level. So I actually put the hit dice wrong. But either way, if you want to re-roll okay. for level two, I'm cool with that. Yeah, let's just, let's just roll your level two hit dice. <laughs> Who cares? Whatever. So, so what, what's your constitution modifier? Um, my con is 14. So plus two? Uh, yeah. So you had 10 at level one. Yep. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to roll a d8? Or, yeah, roll a d8. Fuck it. Or take high average. Oh, five. No. Cool. Five plus two, seven. So seventeen. So I literally got the same exact thing. I had. Great job. Yep. All right. I great. Uh, what? <laughs> good exercise. What's your AC? Uh, my AC is fifteen. I have high mm, armor. That sounds very sure. Uh, strength save. Strength save is fourteen. Oh, sorry. Tw- uh, plus two. I have, like, no intelligence in charisma, so. Are we, ta- are we uh, talking Dex? Rob or Asher? Just in general. <laughs> Both LaRooney. Uh, dexterity? Uh, save? 12. Plus, plus two? Yeah. But no, 12 is plus no, one. 12 is one. Oh, okay. Up is down. Uh, constitution save. Uh, 14. 
So, plus two. Intelligence save. Zero. Wonderful. Wisdom save. Uh, plus three. Very wise. Charisma save. Plus zero. Not very handsome. Do you have ranks in perception? I have ranks in perception, yes. So you'll get your proficiency bonus yep. in that? Yeah, my bonus so should be five. Passive perception of 15. Yep. And pass... Yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Do you need uh, my other skills or anything like that? Because I also am trained in insight. I don't know if that matters. Um, that's stuff I'll ask you for in the moment, <sighs> not now. <laughs> so uh, you get to do cool stuff now, right? Because you picked your druid circle? Yeah. So I picked moon, uh, moon druid circle as opposed to land druid circle. Ooh. And the moon druid, the moon. So I can pee, I can uh, wild shape twice per day into uh, challenge rating one animal, as opposed to other druids, which is like like challenge rating half or challenge rating quarter. Challenge rating one is like a pretty serious list. Yeah, a lot of the things. Yeah, it is. I, a lot of the the things I was looking at online, people were like, level two is like busted, and then you like kind of like go downhill. From there, <laughs> I just don't just like, ever. You just take this huge spike in power level, and then it's just like. Yeah, so just kill or almost kill everything, and then run away, so that you don't gain any experience. Nah, I mean I don't hit for very much. I just <laughs> uh, uh, like I take all of the uh, HP of the wild shape, so I'm just like a meat shield. Perfect. Gross. Mm, meat shield. <laughs> mm, shield. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, let's... Gillick, did, what, what choices did you make? Uh, I chose the um, protection for fighting style. Okay, yeah. And then for spells, uh, I'm picking uh, Cure Wounds, Bless, and then I'm trying to find the last one right now. So with protection, if someone within five feet of you tries to make an attack mm-hmm. against someone other than you, they get disadvantage. Right. Correct. Okay. An enemy, I should say, yes. not one of your, not one of your buddies. They can attack whoever they want. <laughs> Josh is always getting in the way. <laughs> what the hell? Like he's like, hey, can you please lay off the goblin? <laughs> Hit me, <laughs> not him, me. <laughs> so confused. Uh, Genevieve, what did you pick for a spell? Well. So I'm trying to. I'm still Nothing. trying to decide, but I'm really. I'm trying hard not. To pick the one that makes the person you're attacking fall into a fit of laughter. Why not? <laughs> They're you're laughing so it. much Dude, that they can't do anything. I really want to pick that one, but I'm trying to find other ones that Why might you be. Pick that one. I don't know. <laughs> no, I probably like, am going to. <laughs> strategically, you can make them laugh, and then Mike can go up and be like, "Hey, guess what? Stab." He's he's not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong that. at all. You just immediately be like, hey, Mike, this person's laughing. Go kill them. You're like, I'm on it. It's not, it's not fucking funny. <laughs> One of these days you're going to die laughing. And then we can just, we can quote who friend Roger Rabbit the rest of the, the, rest of the session. All right, then Thanks. I'm going to pick that one because <laughs> it just sounds amazing and I just want to do it. <laughs> it's called, it's also called Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Mm-hmm. It's tall. Talrashas or no, something Tasha. like that? Tasha. No, Tasha. Is it Tasha? Oh, Talrashas from Diablo. That's my bad. I've been playing a lot of Diablo. Cool. Um, can you enchant? <laughs> can you enchant for that? <laughs> yeah, I, I completely relate with that. 
cool. Uh, what what was your question? Steph, uh, Steph what? can you encamp for that? Please be a, a terrible joke that just causes <laughs> the, the, the set of laughs. So a pirate walks into a bar with a ship's yeah. wheel in his pants. Yep. Yeah. Bartender <laughs> says, hey, you have a giant ship's wheel in your pants. And he goes, arg, I know, it's driving me nuts. This <laughs> 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 is my favorite joke. <laughs> That's your face. <favorite. laughs> I think it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> See, it works. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Can I do these as much as I want? Uh, no, you, can you tell only get as much them. as you want. <laughs> no, you only get to do them three times per long rest. Oh, okay. I only get to so, do three spells per long rest. No, three Correct. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steph has a joke quota now. Now that we know what we're getting into, you can do again. You can do the cantrips as many times as you mm-hmm. want. My, my joke, me, my joke tanks are on empty. I'm gonna have to take a nap. <laughs> Guys, we can't go into battle. My joke tanks on empty. <laughs> Quick joke. Um, I always preferred the what's a pirate's favorite letter? R. You you would think it's the C. R. No, I <laughs> it's actually it, possible p- partial to the C. That one's I, yeah, good. It. it could just be like L. <laughs> 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 what? Oh, you know, whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> fucking no. I'm not. I don't know any pirates. <laughs> it's asking you a question seriously. Um, I'm. I really am concerned about the uh, cultural appropriation of pirates going on right now. Hey, here's here's a joke. I don't want to offend any of our pirate listeners. I I got a joke. Hey, what's um what's green and has wheels? It, I don't know what's green and has wheels. Uh, uh grass. I was kidding about the wheels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's get started. Uh, <laughs> We're just helping Steph with her character. Yeah. Okay. This will this will come in handy during battle. Right. I'll learn how to communicate with others <laughs> through jokes. Uh, like yeah, every shield shield of met. faith for my last spell. All right, perfect. Oh, okay. All right. All right, let's get started. All right. So after last time, you guys came back. You uh, shared your information with Master Redbridge. She passed it along uh, about all the things you guys discovered in the cave. And then there was sort of a bit of a chilling effect. You guys were allowed to stay in the compound, and they fed you. Uh, but they asked you not to leave the surrounding town, right. uh, Maghamara. Uh, a couple of weeks went by, and every time you asked one of the masters about jobs, they more or less gave you the cold shoulder. Did anyone ever answer my question about the 401k, though? <laughs> they did pass you off to one of their legal experts, who you promptly annoyed, and then he <laughs> dodged your call, like dodged ah. all of your communication right. for three weeks. Well, what about health insurance? And that's yeah. actually like. A real question. Um, do they have Do they have any sort of you know healers on staff or anything? Um, there are healers there. Yes. Uh, do we get they, a discount because we work there? Or like, can we submit for like, reimbursement? Like, how's this going to work? Most of the healers that are there are sort of the other adventurers that are stopping in and heading out on their own adventures. But nobody's like charging you. Uh, pretty much everything at the compound is free. Wait, mm. so we don't have that's to, what you guys have discovered. Don't have to pay the thing anymore. No, they they feed you and let us sing uh, for they, free. Wow! They let you sing for free. Suckers, guys! This is, this is our chance. This is our chance. You have a, a small lodging as well, and all, any sort of equipment that you might need, uh, any kind of gear you have. Oh, Jabeto uh, um, goes and picks up a a new crowbar. Okay. <laughs> the the two exceptions to that is that uh, they don't stock health potions. 
though you can purchase those at the apothecary in Maghamara and full plate mail is just too expensive. It's not, you guys aren't good enough to get access to that. Good enough. Maybe one day they would let you have some for free, but right now they, they are not. Mm, that's, that's why they're not talking to you. They're like these guys. <laughs> not even wearing a full Not even plate. good enough for plate mail. Let's fucking get over here. However, uh, the time that you spend there is very interesting, and you learn a lot about the way that Adventure Inc. works. During this time, you get to see a lot of groups come and go. Uh, some of them were adventuring groups before they came to work for Adventure Inc., like you guys were. Others were individuals hired and put on teams. There's a pretty clear hierarchy among the groups. The more experienced and longer-serving groups got the higher-paying jobs, and the less experienced or less successful ones got much, much less. The facility itself is super nice. The central courtyard was the only part you had seen during your last adventure. But with this chance to explore the compact complex a little bit, it's quite impressive. The east wing is filled with the barracks, four stories of rooms for each adventurer above a great hall, and uh, which is for eating and any organizational-wide meetings that might take place. Connected to that, between it and the north wing, is the training grounds, which is a huge outdoor training facility that you've been making pretty good use of in the last few weeks, which is why you uh, you might have learned some new tricks. You toughened up a little bit. Uh, the North Wing houses the Great Tower, which is four stories of libraries filled with scribes who record adventurers' missions and do research for some of the contracts that come in. Uh, several floors for the Ambassadors, which are members of other organizations that act as a liaison to Adventure Inc. Some of the churches have uh, representation here. Not all the time, but there's places for them to come and stay when they are at the compound. Representatives from the kingdoms and most of the other factions and organizations inside New Merida have places to stay when they come by. So they're not always there, but sometimes they are. Let's see. What else? She's laughing. <laughs> Chill out. Relax. They're, Keep your shit together. They're not always there, but sometimes, sometimes they, they are. are. Right. Sometimes they are. No, I, I hear you. <laughs> Uh, and, of course, there's a detainment facility, a few dungeons for holding on to dangerous criminals before a peacekeeper can come and deal with them. Uh, between the North Wing and the West Wing is the private courtyard, where you didn't spend any time. Uh, you did see the Masters and a couple of the Ambassadors meet with some dignitaries from several kingdoms. Uh, in just a short time you've been there, it's happened multiple times. Uh, increasingly, you get the impression that Adventure Inc. is a pretty major part of the fabric of the politics uh, in the area. While you didn't see any of the kings of Numerita, you definitely saw people who might as well have been as wealthy as kings. Finally, the West Wing houses all of the master's offices and studies. Although Glug spends most of his time at the quartermaster's stand in the courtyard, it seems like there must be more in the West Wing, as there should certainly be more space there. But it doesn't seem accessible in any way. Each of you has seen inside the ma of the master's offices, and they are as you would expect. Clug's office is decorated with sharp instruments of death all over the walls, but additionally, nearly every inch of displayable space has some sort of artifact or bauble on it. Uh, Redbridge's walls were adorned with all the carcasses of the kills she's managed to rack up, heads and pelts at every turn mounted on dark woods, and Marifa's office is strange, wall-to-wall -wall ceiling to floor bookshelves filled with strange writings in odd languages and scrolls, papers, and manifestos. Short of that, it's rather sparse. After a few weeks, you guys are sought out by Master Klug. He lets you know that there's a man outside the gates looking for you. Uh, you all head out there and you meet Grimlock Iron Shaper, who's standing with a small wagon of large items wrapped in cloth. 
Oh, hi, Grimlock. It's good to see you. Um, how How's everything been outside the walls? I've been sort of secreted away, working on these weapons for you. Yeah, we've been holed up inside here. We don't have any idea what's going on. It's kind of weird. I mean, it's kind of cool, but kind of weird. It's not altogether surprising. The information they heard, I'm sure they're trying to make sure that they can trust you. Hmm. Do they... Do you think they don't believe us? Your story would be easy enough to verify. Heading back to the cave would show them the giant machine that's been destroyed. But it would be easy. You've only done one job for them. It would be easy enough for you to have stumbled onto this by accident. Mm. I see what you did there. Stump. <laughs> <laughs> I now also see what I did there. Uh, I have made these for you. Ooh. Would you accept them? Uh, let me see it. Gibetto, he he reaches down into the stuff and he pulls out uh, a long, thin cloth. He unwraps it. It's a, a long, thin rapier blade. The end of the blade sort of tendrils go over the, the handguard like roots of a tree. Um, and he hands it to you. He says, part of the incantation is these weapons must bear a name that you have chosen for them. Something that speaks to you when you hold this blade. What name would you give this weapon to seal its incantation? Uh, Gebetto goes ahead and grabs the, grabs the handle of the blade and like picks it up and looks at it. And then he just starts making swishing noises with his mouth, like... Yeah, I think I'm going to call it my swishy. Uh, very, very well. Faith, faith my palm. swishy. Uh, he turns to Genevera. He says, for you, I have made this. He uh, sort of picks up this much larger, more oblong piece of cloth. He pulls it off and there's a wooden crossbow with very ornate metal decorations on it. The end of the crossbow where the bolt comes out, he's crafted like a metal head of a dragon. So it looks like the bolt shoots out the mouth of a dragon. That's amazing. He hands you the weapon. And what would you call this weapon to seal its incantation? I would like to call it a Taha. Would you like me to spell it for you? <laughs> that. That's not necessary. Okay. If you know how to spell it, that is all that matters. I don't think she does. I do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, I believe you. Thanks. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. The task that you take on, it means a lot. Gillick. He reaches in and he pulls out what's very clearly a hammer. He's like basically holding it by the handle and just the hammer part of it is covered in cloth. He removes the cloth, and, and what you see are these two large heads connected. In the center, there seems to be, it's almost like a, one of those ball puzzles where they've carved out the wood around something in the middle. Cool. So, like, it's you've got the two large hidden ends, and then there's sort of these this space in between where these fine threads of metal sort of run in between. It looks really uh, intricate. Uh, he says, oh, sorry, guys. What would you name this? 
Uh, Gillick was going to get down onto his knees and hold his divine court symbol, and he says, "'Tis a blessed weapon. I would call it Verdum after my ancestors." That seems a fitting name. And he turns to Kath. He says, this was difficult. He pulls out a very strange looking wide cloth wrapping and he pulls it off. And the weapon that he's holding is incredibly awkward. It's like, it's one weapon. It's the length of a short sword, Mm -hmm. but it's super wide. And it's got these two handles down at the bottom. And he sort of puts his all of his strength into these two handles and the blade pulls apart in the center. So each of these short swords is sort of like half a blade. Ah. And he says, here, once one weapon, they are now two, but they have a single purpose and a single mind. Use them together. They will strike as, as one. What would you call this blade? I'll call them redeemers. Let us hope that they fulfill that which you have named them. Thank you for taking this on. I know that it was not easy for you to do, and hopefully these will give you the advantage you need to help put down Gorm forever. I have one more request of you. He reaches down into the cart, and he pulls out another wrapped, presumably blade, He takes the wrapping off the blade and it's a a scimitar and it is sort of like along the flat of the blade is just etched in what looks like, you know, this weird, very intricate texture. And he says, I need you to take this. I need you to not ask any questions, but I need you to take it and I need you to give it to the person to whom it belongs. I know this is confusing. I know this is difficult, and I would like to explain it to you, but I cannot now. Once you know what I mean, come back to me, and I will tell you what is happening. Sure. I mean, delivery is a little, I think, under us now, but I I guess we can do that for you, considering what you did for us. He nods and says, good luck. Uh, And he he takes the cart, and he moves along. So now you guys can look at the uh, document I've shared with you which will show you the kinds of things that you need to do to empower your weapons. And I will make this available so that other people can see it too. But uh, just so you guys know the kind of stuff that you need to do. In some ways, it should be tied to the purpose of the blade itself. Can I use one sword for one purpose and the other sword for the other? (laughs) If you want, but mechanically it's the same. (laughs) You'll have to keep track of that. I'm not keeping track of it. I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just like I refuse to use my other weapon right now, <laughs> even though I have two weapon fighting as my skill. This one's already fulfilled its purpose. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it on the ground. Creek. Thanks. As my action. <laughs> Over the course of this process, Klug has been watching from the little quartermaster station he has set up just inside the doors of the compound. Uh, and once Grimlock leaves, he comes over to you guys kind of quickly and eagerly. Uh, you know, so it's kind of this strange juxtaposition. You have this older half-orc, clearly battle-damaged, but he's got this, like, excitement in him. He's really, really excited. Who who were you guys just talking to? 
Oh, he's a he's a friend of ours from town. Yeah, is is that who I think it was? Uh, who, who who do you th- think it was? I think that was Grimlock Iron Shaper. Oh, then yeah. Then yes. Oh, man, that's great. I have a Grimlock sword uh, up on my mantle. That he is one of the greatest of all time, guys. Oh, he the greatest, just greatest what? Greatest magic weapon creators. Wow. So, why would you hang a hang a weapon on the wall instead of using it? <sighs> one day. I just got all this paperwork. <laughs> I, I plus, you know. You come to a certain age, you just slow down a little bit. You can't be out running around killing stuff anymore. It's it, uh... Man, I hope that never happens to me. Maybe I'll come with you guys sometime. That'd be great. Yeah, I oh. mean if you if you can get us a job, that would be fantastic. Then we could, you know, oh, we guys, could take you along I, sometime. I What Wait, wait, wait. Did he just give you all different weapons? What? Iron Shaper. Did he give each of you a weapon? Well, yeah. Isn't that what your friends do for you? you they give you stuff. Man, that's no. Like this is what okay. we're saying. We like we really want to do stuff and have a job. Like, can you talk to roll somebody a, about this? Roll a persuasion check. All right. Let's see. Seventeen. Okay. Look. I'm not supposed to give you any contracts until we do some more research into this Gorm issue. There's some information out there about the machine and the knolls, and look, there's just a lot of stuff going on, and we're supposed to make sure we, we get that all squared away before we send you many pennies back out into the fray. But look, I want to give you guys a chance to test those things out. They look amazing. Yeah, uh, I mean, this thing's pretty sweet. He had, he hasn't actually like spun it around in the air or anything. He's just pointing at it at his hip, making that noise. <laughs> Great. Um. All right. Look. He pull. He reaches in and he pulls out a contract. He says, "This will be perfect. It's a small contract. A quick get in, get out, grab the thing, and move on. It's perfect." That's the story of my no life. One, what is no what one is will the be thing? Mad. Um, he hands you over the contract. Uh, it says, To Adventure Inc. from the Notatia Collective. In the heart of Emberfall, along the north edge of the kingdom, there is a deserted temple to Salius. Uh, as with all temples of Salius, we believe there is more to this temple than meets the eye. Some old writings we have discovered lead us to believe that there is an artifact hidden somewhere in the temple of religious significance to the faith of Salius, and we would like to hire you to go in and find it. The artifact is called the Shi'e Tome. It is a large, leather-bound book, likely locked. We would very much like to get the tome completely intact, as its contents could be significant, and we will pay the agreed-upon price. Please inform us when the item has been found. Thank you, Luis. Yes, yes, we will do this. Sounds simple enough. I I mean, books are easy to get. This is no problem. All right, great. Uh, We have a scout sort of on the edge of Emberfall now. He is... uh, Checking out some bandits over there, and uh, if you meet up with him, he can join up with you guys and help you get past the bandits into the the town. And, okay. Um, sorry, I'm not from around here. How far away is Emberfall? It's going to be about a week to the Emberfall oh, border. Jesus. Okay. Um, no problem. 
Why do you ask? Oh, I just, you know, just curious. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I've got these little legs. I, I just I just need to know how long I'm going to be walking for. Or better yet, you guys have some, like, animals we can ride to get there faster? He looks, he looks around real awkwardly. <sighs> if I was supposed to be giving you this mission, we could send you out in one of the carts, but... I, I'm not, strictly speaking, supposed to be letting you do this. And if a cart, if you guys go missing, I'm not even that big. I, I just spin that. Basically, all I'm trying to get is like a Saint Bernard or something that I can kind of sit on the back of, so I can keep up with all these tall ass people. Tess can like, give you a, a piggyback ride. Tess interrupts and says, "Thank you, thank you for the information. Uh, we'll head out immediately." All right, great. <laughs> he says, oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I'm willing to pay you guys uh, 800 gold each if you bring it back. And uh, when you guys come back, I might have some of my special stock available. Special stock? Yes. Every once in a while, I get a nice shipment of magic items that come through the doors. Oh. Those aren't free, but uh, if you're willing to pay, I might be able to help you out. Excellent. Well, interesting. Okay. All right. But that's a no on the dog? It's a no on the dog. <laughs> I, I, I sure uh, one shoe one away. All right. So you, uh, the four of you head off for Emberfall. It's about a week's travel to the border, and it's quite a hike. Uh, most of the journey is you guys are headed through the plains of Bradmont, and it's the nice, comfortable nights on the road. A little plane. They're pretty mild. Little, little boring, yeah. A little plane. Uh, I fell out here. I'm sorry. You do. You do hear a couple of planes overhead. Whoa! Wait, really? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you're on planes. That's right. Uh, Disregard. Wrong planes. Sorry. I won't make any more jokes. As you guys round the edge of the forest on the edge of Brown Bradmont, (laughs) heading toward Emberfall. What? Nothing. Great. As you round the edge of the forest, you find yourselves. Sort of, you can see the Ashen Observatory high on the mountain, uh, in, far in the distance. So you know that you're coming to the edges of Emberfall. And you know that the, temp- the now defunct Temple of Salius is somewhere in the heartland. So it's still going to be a little ways to travel. But Emberfall has really become a dangerous place. A lot of thugs and mercenaries. And they don't, you don't spend long in the Ashen covered grounds before you reach the spot that Klug has put on the map uh, of where you're supposed to be meeting his his scout. You find the scout's camp, but for whatever reason, it's empty, and the only thing you see there is stamped out fire. There's a, a small living space sort of like piled up, and sleeping in there is a uh, hyena. Oh. Mountable? You could try. <laughs> it's sleeping. It's the only thing in there, though, is just a random hyena. Yeah, it doesn't really look like the place was ransacked, but it, it there's definitely a hyena there. Yeah, can I make a and not a scout? Can I make a perception check to like see? Basically, I want to figure out if this hyena has chewed apart the scout. Okay, uh, go ahead. Uh, sixteen. Okay. You see no signs of a struggle. Hmm. Guys. I see no signs of a struggle. 
That's good. I, I, I was wondering if you had seen any sign. None. Not a single sign. No? Mm-mm. What do you guys think? Actually, Keth, you're the, you're the animal guy here, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I have some familiar with, familiarity with hyenas. I could, uh, you know, get closer and inspect this scout's stuff without disturbing the hyena, maybe. So Keth uh, approaches the hyena very carefully. Keth, make a uh, stealth check. 20. <laughs> very impressive. <laughs> As he does that, I'm going to pull out my swishy. Just in case. What did you roll the dice for? I rolled a oh. dice. <laughs> I could, like, pull it on my sword. Oh, okay, yeah. Successfully, Keth, you, uh, you sneak very slowly up to the, uh, the campsite. You sort of get a couple of looks around before you realize that the, the hyena is feigning sleep. Oh, it's boy. actually awake. I, I can tell it's awake. You're very close to it when you notice that it is, in fact, awake and aware of you. Does it display any signs of aggression, or is it kind of just staring at me? I'm going to step back on this one. Oh, just actually. staring at you. Hmm. So I am going to slowly back away and also look around the area that the hyena is at, and I'm looking for anything that can give us a clue as to where the scout went. Any t- the minute you start approaching any of my stuff, I stand up. Are you standing up in form or in out of form. form? Okay. So, Growl. for sake Wait, of... you're a hyena? For sake of understanding, is a hyena a small beast? It's small. Have you ever Normally seen the Lion King? A, a giant one. It's a giant hyena, so it's, it's medium. You've probably never seen it. It's larger yeah. than a normal one. Kev, Kev, Kev is terrified. Um, it, uh, what? <laughs> okay, I, I unshape and I say, who the hell are you guys? Oh, oh, oh. oh my goodness. Well, um, that was so, amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, Wait, you scared me. Are, scared you a, well, uh, are you a halfling? I stared at the halfling. Just kind of confused. He's a, he's a gnome. Uh, gnome. Yeah. Whatever, same thing. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, are you are you a hyena that turns into a person or a person that turns into a hyena? I'm neither. What? <laughs> what are you doing here? Uh, we were we were sent here. We we got a job to do, and I like rifle through my pack to like pull out my like our contract. And it's not there because no one would trust you to hold on to something important. <laughs> Keth, why don't you pull I, out I gra- the contract? I ready my scimitar. Just out of uh, one shoe, I have it. Oh, so we're uh, we're team many pennies, and uh, we we've been given this contract. And Wait, uh, did you pick that name on your, yourself? Yeah, look, well, it it's, was, it's a work we in progress. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we haven't really had a, t- a meeting and talk about it. Let me see the contract. I hold yeah. up my hand. I, uh, I hand him the contract. I rip it out of their hand aggressively. Look over it. <laughs> uh, too late, I offered it to you nicely. <laughs> why are we offering the stranger our contract? Like, because there's why, why does he have so much authority? He's and in I, the location of this. Because he's a hyena. Uh, not a hyena. Well, he's not a hyena, and he's not a person either. I don't know what he is. Help. 
I, I look up and say, wait, you're not the people who are, I thought different, I just look very confused and puzzled because not sure why they sent you people. And then, well, whatever. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I know how to get where you need to go. Oh, so, contract. so you're the scout? Oh, yeah. But a, a person? Yeah. Mm. So not a hyena, <laughs> but a person that well, turns well, looking at Looking at him, he appears to be a half-elf. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. With slightly darker skin than normal. Ooh, a little Um, Who were you expecting? Uh, I I don't know, honestly. I wasn't expecting uh, this bunch of people. I was told there was supposed to be only three, and there were supposed to be one guy carrying a giant warhammer, and I don't see any of that. Uh, but whatever. You know what? Uh, Things change. All right. And well, I mean, Gillick's got a hammer. Yeah, hello. Oh. <laughs> I squint. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you over there. <laughs> oh, of course. My, my, my it's, it's, leave, it's it, big, leave it to it's a close. To not see a dwarf. Uh, for your information, half-elf. <laughs> oh, there. Oh, I'm glad we cleared the air on that one. Uh, <laughs> so, in the time that you've been, Asher, in the time that you've been scouting this area, you've noticed that uh, just over to the bridge to Emberfall, there's like a small bridge that, that sort of heads into Emberfall, and just over that bridge, there has been a large group of bandits that have been basically collecting a toll. Um, yeah, they're going to be kind of a bit of a problem. It seems unlikely that you'll be able to find another way around them, but you, from what you've seen, Asher, it seems like that if you needed to fight them, you could, but maybe that they might have other uses as well. I'm pretty sure I know how we can get the jump on them, though. Right? Did I just make that yeah. up? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I know how to get the jump on them. If If you guys decide to go that route and just definitely meet them with violence, there is... You could... Uh, get a a surprise in on them. Well, so has, how could they be beneficial to us in other ways? I think we should probably well, explore that option. Is so Asher going to tell us about these bandits, or yeah, uh, Asher Asher tells you that uh, I'm just gonna yeah, uh, you can just tell you what you tell him. Um, okay. There are seven bandits that are made a camp just on the other side of this bridge. Now these bandits. To most people, they're scum, but bear in mind that you have to get pretty deep into Emberfall. You could fight your whole way in there, but that's probably not going to work. At some point, you're going to have to stop and deal with someone to get deeper in. These guys, uh, they're kind of low level. They're, uh, they're not like great, but they they might be able to help you out uh, if you wanted to try to talk to them first. What? But if you just want to roll them, there's that too. So, do you guys think that maybe, like, you know how we are Team Many Penny, but, you know, uh, we work for Adventure Inc., and, I mean, there's there's bosses at Adventure Inc. Do you think bandits have the same thing? Like, is there a hierarchy, a hierarchy of bandits? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, we could always try and... Pre- right, we could always just try and pretend that, you know, we're their boss and tell them what to do. Uh, like, if we gruff ourselves up some. That sounds like a bad idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how about we kill them instead, Kath? Does that sound like a better idea? I'm also no. in. Oh, what? I do. I. I. I don't know. I. I think we should talk to him. I, I like that idea. 
Let, let's talk to him with uh, the intention of we're just passing by. We don't uh, meet him any harm. See how that goes. We'll probably ask for some kind of pass fee. Yeah, the one thing I'm not interested in giving bandits is my hard-earned money. Like, I'm not working That's my like, job to give these jerks toll fees for no reason. Do we have money? You, you we each... have many pennies right now. We have... <laughs> and I'd, like, jingle my pouch... We have about 300 gold each, uh, unless you spent all yours. Part with it. Well, no, since they didn't charge us anything at the compound, right? hopefully no one spent any of it. <laughs> I spent all of it. Just giving it... Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, Asher has none. Well, <laughs> I have zero gold. That's how well, I have Asher hide. wasn't with us. So. Right. No, he I spent all of your money. money. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell you that about hyenas. They, yeah, they do that. <laughs> Very <laughs> um, hmm. I think we should talk to them if it's a fairly reasonable fee. There's no need to come up here and just cause. I can guarantee all this trouble. Not a fairly reasonable fee. Uh, hmm. yeah. been, they were given a bunch of other villagers some uh, issues. Where have you been? Have you ever met a <laughs> bandit? I have. No, I have. they're they're nice bandits. <laughs> they're 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 working they're working people similar to us. I, I've, they, I've worked a lot the term out here. Privateer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> privateer. <laughs> or privateer. <laughs> Either one will work. All right. Well, hey, how about this, Kath? How about we do it your way, mm-hmm. and when it all goes to shit, we'll do it my way. All right. I like that plan. Anybody uh, disagree with it? No, I think I think that's. The right way to do it. Right. I think that's how we've got to do it. Asher, do you know these particular bandits, or are they uh, kind of... Not, not well, just what I've scouted. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you don't know on a first-name basis. That would be really helpful. One of them is named uh, Tim. <laughs> oh. That's not canon. That's I'm not, not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to call him Tim. Do you Asher. know if there's, like, uh, bandit management? Like you a know, class, like... or just in general? <laughs> no, 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 like, uh, it definitely appeared to Asher that one of the bandits was in charge bandit of the other management. bandits. I didn't know what you were trying to say. <laughs> yes, there is a leader. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the the middle manager. That's like that's the guy that we really got to pressure. You know, because he's the one that's trying to show everybody that he can or handle. Or friend. Oh, yeah. I mean, go for it. I should probably not. In, in, I mean, do do you guys? Do you? Do <laughs> you have um, need help? One shoe, and just to throw this out there, um, a, a variation on your plan. Uh, how about can, telling them that their boss uh, told us to come there versus saying that we we are his boss? Oh, sure. That seems better. Yeah, that yeah. seems a lot smarter. Agreed. Yeah. Right. Cause what if they have a secret handshake or some sort of you know? Exactly. Or if they've met the boss before, maybe. Mm -hmm. And know that it doesn't look like a group of however many we are now. Yeah. Uh, Five. It's one more than four. (laughs) Counting is hard. Addition. (laughs) That's not her thing. It's, it's, uh, you know. So, uh, Wanshu, I think you are the the talker of the group. Uh, You're you're the schmoozer. You want to approach them? I... Yes. Yes, and I will try to figure out something. All right. <laughs> Anthony, can I, um, 
Can I roll a stealth check to be hidden in like an, or like to sneak up just in case things go south? Sure. Okay. I have. I am trained in stealth. I believe. All right. Go stealth. ahead and roll a stealth check. Oh my god! But I am trained in it. So why do I have a one? Say, uh, I guess I add two to it. I'm so confused. Yeah, you add your proficiency bonus, which is plus two. Oh, okay. So I have plus three to it. So it's not particularly good, but at least I can do it. I am trained in this plus three. <laughs> uh, fourteen. Oh goodness. Okay. Um, I will know you're there passively. <laughs> <laughs> they might. They might as well. <laughs> Not too happy with that safe <laughs> roll, rather. Cool. So, all right, yeah, let's do this. And okay. with that, uh, one shoe kind of turns on his heels to walk out of the camp. In basically heads the exact opposite direction that they had come from because no one's told him where to go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you knew where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> he just decided to ignore that fact. <laughs> okay, you go the wrong way. Uh, decidedly wrong way. Still gets there somehow. Yeah, uh, I imagine Keth and uh, Genevera sort of loop you back around. Uh, Rolling eyes you, heavily. Sure. Are you all approaching, or are you sending uh, Gebetto in by himself? I say we go with him. I don't yeah. want to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's and why we, I was we, rolling. We got, we got you. We, we got, we got you your back, were. once you? Ah. Okay. So the group sort of rolls up. Uh, Asher is sort of off to the side trying to uh, blend into the water, I guess. He's not doing a very good job. Fish. <laughs> Don't look here. It's, it's like, hey, I'm stealthing. Hey, guys, I'm stealthing. You walk just to the other side of the, the bridge, just sort of stroll up. And uh, one of the bandits goes, oh, ho, 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 what have we here? We have here a group of people that is trying to cross this bridge. Boss, we got a group of people trying to cross a bridge. Uh, a big, like, hulking-looking bandit comes out of one of the tents. He oh, comes hey, over Jim. and goes... <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looks at you kind of funny. He says... Can we help you? Well, yeah, actually, uh, we were, you know, we were just on our way into into Emberfall, and we just need to get across this bridge because swimming sucks. Oh, Emberfall is a dangerous place. Wouldn't want to travel through Emberfall without some sort of protection at your side. Uh, I go ahead and pat my swishy, and I say, I agree. Oh, that'll... Get you so far, but so far? Uh, I'm talking a little more, uh, uh, let's say, persuasive protection. Something my boys and I here can provide. They all sort of chuckle. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. We, we we don't have time for this. We have a meeting that we need to get to with a with meeting with the big guy. All right, you will not. He will not be happy if he knows who uh, kept us kept him waiting. The big guy, huh? Yeah. Meeting with the big guy. You know guy. exactly who I'm talking about. You think this is the first time someone's tried to pull the I'm working for your boss trick? <laughs> you know, I stealthily rolled my eyes at all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that stealthy. Every, everyone saw it. <laughs> Listen, we're, 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 crossing this, we're crossing this bridge, and you can try and stop us, but that's not going to be a great idea. Uh, roll a 
Uh, intimidation yeah. check. Yeah, I'm going for it. <laughs> Uh, 17 plus 1, 18. No, well, let's not be hasty. We're just here to make a little coin. Maybe we can help you. You can help us. Uh, you got to get into the big guy, as you so put it. I don't really care who you are or if you actually have a meeting with him, but if uh, he's someone you want to talk to, maybe I can make that happen. Okay. How about uh, you all give me... Say 400 gold, and I write a writ getting you passage right up to Horton. Well, I don't know that 400 gold is worth it. I mean, at this point, we can probably just get there ourselves. All you got to do is point us in the right direction. How much to raise Mm. your arm and point it instead of raising your arm and writing it? Mm, Let's say... 300 That's gold. ridiculous. There is so much less energy involved with that. All right. All right. Fine. Make an offer for my boys and I not to just knock your teeth in. <laughs> At that, um, shoe kind of turns around and looks at Kef like, are they really going to try and knock my teeth in right now? Or am I going to pull out my swishy? And I look back, and I give him a begrudging nod. As in, go go for it. Attack these guys. We're, we're done. We're done talking. We're done talking. Wow. Jennifer looks very worried. Cool. Hey guys, DM Anthony here again. If you liked the episode, let your friends know that they should be listening. Also, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, and follow. All of our links and other exciting stuff can be found on adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Next time on Adventure Incorporated. So you guys wind up in the city of Safehold in Emberfall. Oh, sounds uh, perfect. Safehold is named such because it's become sort of a hive of criminals. Mm. Uh, if you're running from a peacekeeper, Safehold is the place to be. Uh, I'm going to walk straight up to the bar and order milk. Suddenly Horton's voice booms out across the room. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> <laughs>